What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. You can find us on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server, where we have a lot of great fun gaming conversations when we're, or conversations about any other topic, really, when we're not here recording the show. And you can also, and uh, links for all that are in the description below. And if you want to help make the show bigger and better, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, just like Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Fuchsia Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done to uh, by going to patreon.com slash team chat podcast and supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like in the episodes early before their general Tuesday release, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, as well as early access for our $5 tier to a uh, another side show that we do, a subsidiary show of Team Chat Podcast called Team Chit Chat, where Mogan and I talk about things that are not related to video games because, hey, we have other interests as well, and we like to share those with you to let you all have a little bit of a insight into what our lives outside of the show as well so uh those get two early two week early access to patrons and then are generally are released to the general public on youtube after that time so check those out but uh this episode is going to be pretty fun and we're pretty excited about this one because uh i am Jarrett wilson one of your hosts joined across the power of the internet by my co-host rachel mogan bonjour now and then also we are joined today by a special guest sleepy snails Yay! how's it going sleepy <laughs> doing well thank you for having me this is fantastic thank you oh man we are so excited to have you on because what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking it's a uh, valentine's day valentine's day was just a couple days ago but we are going to be talking about our favorite best and dearest video game crushes so hopefully this should be a lot of fun uh getting to talk about some various characters from around the video game worlds and we are uh, pretty excited to get to jump back jump into that but before we do all of that sleepy tell us about yourself uh let us know like kind of you know who you are your background in gaming how you, or how you got into gaming maybe what your favorite game is and uh stuff like that uh hello hello i've uh, been playing games like forever like uh, you know uh, but what got me like deeper into gaming was uh, doing like Twitch and kind of uh, meeting other people who game really increased my gaming. So it's, uh, it's like it, an addict meeting other addicts. We just like do more of it <laughs> together. And so yeah, I just started playing more games from there, you know, and just it's uh and it's wonderful talking to people from all around the world and all around the country uh, about games and just other things like that. Um, and my favorite game, uh, once we get into the topic, I can share that because that's actually part of what the topic is. Oh, sweet. Awesome. A mystery. I love it. Ooh, uh, I love and it. Just, just that everybody knows, I encountered Sleepy Snails through the power of Twitch. So, like, that's where our, our friendship comes from because uh, he very graciously and generously popped into my tiny little Hollow Knight stream and just doggedly cheered me on through some of the worst things that I've had to go through in Hollow Knight. Uh, and it, the, the support is real. And uh, Sleepy Snails was there when I beat the Path of Pain finally. Uh, it oh, was, that's right. It was oh, no. incredible. 
during yeah. our extra life stream and stuff like that. That's right. He, yeah. You were with us in the wee hours of the morning, yeah. <laughs> cheering us on as we continued on our goal. Well, you know, I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome that you've been able to like find this big community and connect with people through Twitch. You know, I, they say that you, that music is the universal language. But could it be that video games are the second? Who knows? Or another one? I mean, probably I just the first, but you know, yeah. <laughs> only almost, right? It's just, just number one is yeah. all. People love them all around the world. But yeah, so, uh, well, I'm excited to hear then, Sleepy, what your favorite game is of all time and how this works into the topic. But so, yeah, we wanted to, as being that it is the season of love, talk about our video game loves. Because in video gaming, the one thing that does stay true is that you meet a vast variety of uh, wonderful and engaging characters that you get to interact with along your virtual journeys. And so we wanted to highlight some of our favorites that we just really can't get enough of. So uh, why don't we then, Sleepy, since you're our guest, why don't you kick us off with one of your first uh, first picks? Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I've always been uh, a Lara Croft fan. Ooh. Oh, nice. Holy cow. Since the 90s when, like, when even she was drawn anatomically not correct. <laughs> not like, even close. Still, right? <laughs> Very polygonal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, even now, like, uh, Lara Croft has always been at the top of my list. Uh Always followed throughout the games to now to all the movies and everything else. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, for me that Lara Croft would be one of the top ones for me. I nice. can definitely see that. Uh, I think when I was a wee, a wee last, uh, I didn't personally play the like really original uh, Tomb Raider games, but our mom did. And like on the PC, on our ancient home PC, she would play Tomb Raider and we would just kind of sit on the floor and watch her play and watch her play and i remember being like really just blown away by not only laura's abilities because like she's so smart and she knows how to like kick ass with guns but also the fact that her like level in life is far beyond many other video game characters level she has her own butler she's kind of like almost the batman of her own universe yeah. like she's got a massive mansion that's full of training materials for all of like almost like a bat cave but she's just living out and about and like yep this is my mansion i have all of these weird platforming segment segments in it for uh you know tomb training it's actually part of the tutorial of course but you get the idea it's part of that lore of like dang she's such a badass she's hell rich she knows all about ancient history and she's just very cool very solid choice Oh yeah, she is awesome. Uh, so what, uh, other than just being like kind of a long-term series that you've enjoyed, what is it about Laura that like makes her, makes her one of your like big crushes? Her outfits? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> being honest, I'm being honest. Oh no, I mean, there's going to be a couple of my things that I'm just like, no, they're hot. Like, let's just be real. Like, that's let's the only reason real. we're talking about this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, uh yeah sure <laughs> then there's personality in the game too right <laughs> oh but yeah nice. no uh, i don't know maybe way back when uh yeah i i think laura Groff was one of the first characters right i mean as a child i mean uh, is it okay that i start to go down a certain list or name off go for it yeah, like, yeah yeah go for it i mean we'll just riff off of, we'll just riff off of everybody and just yeah. kind of like go, <laughs> like, go free flow like and Princess Peach was like, oh, gotta save the princess, course. gotta save the princess, right? The Princess Peach, right? The whole like pink dress, gotta save the princess, mm -hmm. you know, and all that. That was there too. Uh, 
Um, later on, uh, I, I played this old game called Fatal Frame, and there's the, the main character, uh, Mayu or so, right? Uh, I kind of was really, you know, starting to get into those characters. Or like, I started really getting into the RPG style of story where you start to really get in the head of people or you start to get more involved in the story so it wasn't just mm -hmm. action action and i think laura the whole tomb raider series really was the first game that really got me into uh just the mind of uh, the character and I, I think i started just falling in love with uh <laughs> i guess laura croft in the beginning right uh and so yeah i think uh, uh I, I think that really kind of started it was that i started really getting into rpgs back then and Started getting more into the story, getting into the character. I think Lara was one of the first characters uh, that really... I mean, yeah, Alice from Resident Evil. I remember all the beginning characters back mm -hmm. then, but I think Lara Croft was the, one of the first ones I really kind of... really got into the story uh, way back when. And I think that's that's why she's uh, at the top right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, no, for sure. Uh and especially too, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Laura Croft was one of the first franchises too that actually featured like a female protagonist as the main character. Correct? Am I or am I other oh. than just like I, I could be completely wrong? I'm I'm asking for somebody to oh. correct me if I'm wrong. But you know, so that obviously, like for a lot of people, then I feel like would probably lend to her being one of those first crushes because she was, as you said, one of the first characters uh, and everything that you really got to like be into their mindset and like be and be like, Oh, I am this character. And like, you know, especially in it and I'm not Mario or, you know, <laughs> something like that. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm Laura Croft yeah. and I'm going on these, these big, massive, crazy adventures. I, Laura's, I mean, I think is a, is an excellent choice for a video game crush. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I me, me, I, I, uh, uh, I could be completely off base. I'm just thinking uh, of like knows, the big, but, hey, the big major like video I'm game franchises. It. <laughs> it looks like Mogan's doing some typing. She might be doing some quick yeah, Google um, research for me. Because <laughs> I'm not. When we say first of, it's like how many? <laughs> right, right. Game protagonist. Because uh, I know that Samus obviously predates. Yeah, okay. So Samus oh, Aran is true. technically Samus. the first one. But the reason that so I'll just go on ahead and say Samus was. Uh, one of the ones that I was considering for my list, but you actually kind of just touched on the reason that I didn't put her on my list. I love Samus. I would die for Samus, but I wouldn't have to because she would save me because she's that good. <laughs> so, but I, but I didn't put her on my list because yes, she's incredible. She's a giant Amazon in massive armor and a spaceship and she's a bounty hunter. She's the best of the best. But kind of the way Mario and even Link from The Legend of Zelda are, oh. they don't really have that much in-your-face personality. It's kind mm -hmm. of read-between-the-lines personality, like their reactions and some of their, not even really voices, their sound effects. Because sounds. Sam, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the only game that Samus actually speaks in, and it was a mistake, is Metroid Other M. And it's like, oh, yikes, that game actually kind of didn't do much for her character by giving her a voice. They kind of effed it up. So the same thing kind of goes with Mario and Link. Like, you wouldn't give those characters voices, per se, because it would almost clash with their established personality. Mm -hmm. So even though Samus uh, doesn't really have that much upfront personality, it's kind of what you as the player sort of ascribe to them. And that's not, that's why she's not on my list, because all of the other characters that I chose are either from JRPGs, because they have, kind of like what Sleepy was saying, they have really, really well-defined personalities. 
they their characters are extremely fleshed out. Or do you want me to start with my number three? Because I love her it. so much. She is technically the weakest entry on the list, but she's physically the strongest. I had to go with my number one Overwatch waifu for laifu, Zarya. Nice. She's the, the weightlifting queen of my heart. Whenever I'm feeling down, <laughs> she lifts me up with her gigantic built-in guns. I love Zarya. So when I first started Overwatch, I didn't really understand that characters had a difficulty rating, like a one star, a two star, or a three star. But mm-hmm. I saw Zarya and I was like... <gasps> I have to play you. (laughs) I must know you. So I started with Zarya, and she was the first character that I ever started with. And she is canonically, like I think in the world of Overwatch, the like weightlifting champion in her in her class in the world. And now she's fighting for her country. She's Russian uh, against the Omnics. So the Omnics are like androids, basically. They're robots. They're androids that. We're not going to get into Overwatch politics. The point is... Why not? Let's do it. (laughs) The point is, Zarya has a really interesting personality because she's super strong. She's very aggressive in a certain way, but she also has a lot of maturity to her because unlike some of the other characters in Overwatch, she's not one of the younger ones. She's easily at least middle age, maybe even a little bit older than that. Uh, She's not Anna old, but, you know, she's solidly like a (laughs) real adult. She's not like D.Va where she's almost a child, like she's just a strong ass regular woman except she's amazing in every way and i think something that gives her a bit more of a an interesting personality is that and this could kind of be both a detractor of her and something that you maybe cheer for her about is that she hates the omnics like with a fiery burning passion and in the context of overwatch sometimes the omnics are the victims sometimes they're not actually the bad guys So it's kind of this interesting dichotomy of, on the one hand, you can understand why she hates the Omnics. They, you know, destroyed her home. They did terrible things where where she comes from. So she's actively fighting against them to protect her homeland, to protect her country and her friends and family. But also, it's kind of that like, well, not every Omnic is a murderer. They're not all terrible. And she's like, oh, they are to me. I don't care what you say. I I will kill all of them. It's like, damn, sorry, you're really just going out there with your ion laser cannon that takes both of your arms to hold everybody else has small guns they have like tracer's got two guns like laura croft does sorry has one gun it is the size of her body it gets progressively stronger as she takes damage i think that is fantastic well not necessarily as she takes damage but (laughs) i think I, i think it's part of her personality that defending is what makes her strong because one of her abilities is of course the ability to shield both herself and one other person on her team at any given time or on the cooldown of course so i think it's so interesting that when she shields somebody if that shield then takes damage that powers up her weapon i just think that that's kind of an interesting thing to draw on from her personality because mm-hmm. she has this very defender uh, mentality and that just plays into her play style because she's one of the tank characters um but man if you can really like do your best to shield yourself and shield your teammates and ramp up that power gauge on your giant laser cannon of doom, you're just going to wreck shop right, left, and center. And Zarya does it with style. And she has beautiful pink hair that she styles in an awesome faux hawk. And she, she, even though she's from Russia, she doesn't even wear sleeves normally. She's like, Psh, I don't need them. <laughs> I want to be able to show off these guns at any time. I don't care how cold it is. 
So yeah, Zarya is the waifu of my life for Overwatch, and I will never be over her. And no one, except maybe Anna, will ever be as good as her. See, I thought you were going to say Anna when you started I talking about, about it, because I know I you like, love Anna so much. The thing is, I suck with Anna. Oh, <laughs> And so even though I love Anna, I couldn't play. And she also wasn't my first. Zarya was the first character in Overwatch mm. that I instantly latched onto. Oh, that's and right. Just... And Anna was Anna was a like a expanded character, like an added on character. She wasn't even an original. I don't wasn't think. wasn't Anna. She Anna was the first edition, wasn't she? She was the first character add on. I think. I think so. That's yeah, I think right. it was Anna. Hmm. But that's, yeah, anyways, that's very true. Zarya. Yeah, you know, I don't play Overwatch, but I know who you're talking about that watch people. <laughs> but the way you described it, I'm like, I may have to check it out now. <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah, that's that's a good description. Yeah. So, um, so Sleepy, something he said, it kind of like triggered the question when you're talking about like how you know playing RPGs and like getting able to explore the pe- uh, explore people and being you know being in their mindset being that character not just someone who is uh you know voicelessly shooting things all the time that po- that made a, it's a slight detour from what we were originally going to be talking about but I just had a quick question for it for the group who was the first character you romanced in a video game Ooh. if you can remember I'm not sure <laughs> I know <laughs> One of Ms. the first Pac-Man? ones. How far back can we go? <laughs> I don't think I know. I mean, one like of the first in, ones... like in an RPG or something like that. What's a character that you like through like me- meeting in your party or like side NPC that you had the options to? Well, so here's the, the thing. You, you... Back in my day, like like that's the thing <laughs> is that back when I was first playing games, that wasn't really a common mechanic. Like the, the whole idea of relationships in video games being canon, being part of it. That didn't really kind of become a thing until later. And even then, it was like, this is the protagonist, this is their love interest. A good example of that that I can think of is The Legend of Dragoon. It's mm-hmm. one of the first games that I can remember playing. And of course, you have to play as Dart, the main character. And Dart's love interest is clearly the character of Shauna. And even when I was playing it then, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't want to romance Shauna. I'm not into this. I'm 10, you know, I'm anywhere between seven to 10 years old. I'm not about <laughs> this life. So I was like, because the game has a couple of uh, just very short little, like you can choose the voice line for Dart in response to something that's happening. Mm-hmm. And anytime it was trying to like push that relationship of Dart and Sean, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to pick whichever one of these voice lines I think is the wrong choice. And we're going to go from there. And guess what? It didn't matter because they still wind up together at the end of the game. Cause that's, that's the way games were back then. So I, I don't think I know uh, what character would have been my first choice of this is who I chose to romance. I kind of, I just don't know. Sleepy. How about you? You thought of anybody, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of like, when was the first, like, Oh yeah, <laughs> the moment right? I'm playing the game. I mean, I'm trying to think maybe some of the early Sims games where you really kind of yeah controlling the characters, controlling communities, you're really investing yourself into the game like that. I mean, maybe maybe back then, you know, where the idea of like you're from, you know, like the idea of oh wow, you can really. I mean, I think you. Uh, it was a fantastic deep words that you're saying earlier mogan was like you know you're uh, you're creating that dialogue in your head because they're not really talking so like you're creating it and you're just 
maybe me i don't know uh, I, i'm just trying to think maybe the sims probably game was probably one of the first ones where i really kind of got into it nice. that's actually really funny because as far as i know that actually would be my correct answer i didn't even think about it at the time but it's kind of a yes it counts and yes it doesn't and no it doesn't excuse me uh because back when i used to play the sims at my friend jesse janae's house Way back in the day, we would play The Sims, the first one, and Unreal Tournament 2004. And in our first Sims game, we both had characters, like, in that same game. And our characters accidentally fell in love and we didn't realize it. And then they got married. And, then they, and then they adopted a baby because they were lesbians. And they were like, well, adoption it is. And it's like, oh my god, what happened? Again, we were really young. We were like 12 and we were like... Oh, how did that happen? How about this? <laughs> so yeah, that's actually probably the first example I can think of of me technically choosing like a romantic interest, but it just kind of it just happens. Sometimes your character just loves another character in spite of your input. <laughs> it's like okay, whatever. I guess that's fine. It, it, that that would be the one. Good old Sims. I totally forgot nice. about that. I think my first the uh, first character I ever romanced wasn't an RPG. Uh, it was dr in Dragon Age Origins. Actually, yeah, a lot of my first video game romances would have to be in the Dragon Age series. Is it Varric? Got... No, I, although, God, Varric. <laughs> my goodness. My goodness. Bring Bianca over to my house and let's have a party. That's his. That's the name of his crossbow. We know. <laughs> I was explaining to Sleepy in case he didn't know. Did anybody else listening? Varric Tethras, I could go on about Varric forever. He's a brave adventurer. He travels writing his books about all your adventures. He is a heavy drinker adventurer, but is, will have your back in a fight. He's a rogue, you know, scoundrel of a character, but uh, heart of gold, that Varric Tethras. But no. That is not who I'm here to talk about. It was my first romance uh, choice that I picked in a video game. Uh, it is, though, the character Morrigan from Dragon Age Origins. Oh. And if you were to Google an image of, of Morrigan, you would be like, I understand. Oh, I know. I, I already know <laughs> what you're talking about. And I haven't even finished Googling it, but I already know. Uh, I mean, she similar with uh, Usually being Lara Croft, she hot. And so I was she like, yes, please. Outfit. <laughs> and uh, she got a great outfit. And also she had dark magical abilities. Who isn't attracted to that? You know what I mean? So uh, it, it was definitely Morgan, I think, was the first one for me from uh, from Dragon Age. And then, yeah, like it, later on in Dragon Age 2, I romanced uh, Anders, the, a mage, because, you know, he was just trying to help people and be a, be a good good buddy for everybody in the world. And I was, I was like, damn, dude, that's that's awesome come over to my place let's hang out you know and so uh that was uh so the dragon age the dragon age series has actually been a lot of fun for all of its different romancing options and all that stuff but uh so I will, i'll go ahead and count that one as one of my first video as one of my all-time video game crushes too is definitely morgan i think from dragon age origins because yeah i think i think as soon as i was introduced to her character and i figured out in the game that romancing was a thing i was like yes hello how are you doing so <laughs> yeah hey there, uh, hey there. <laughs> Sleepy, uh, what, what's another one off the, your list? You know, I was going to say, like, I'd like to submit non-humanoid. Okay. We're going we're going all over the board. This is, this is video games. They're everywhere. We can be everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> There's uh, two I'd like to mention. One, 
in fallen order there's a marin right uh i, I really enjoyed her she, she kind of played more in the second half of the story right but right. i definitely was way wow. into marin nice uh, character marin. all that right yep uh and the next one, I know this is a weird obsession, but I'll kind of like mention it. Yeah, I did meet you on the Hollow Knight stream, White, because I kind of have like an obsession with Hollow Knight. And I'll even share with you. No one can see this when I stream, but here on my microphone. Oh, oh that's so cool. That's <laughs> so 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 that when I'm ever talking to my mic, I'm actually talking to Hornet. Oh, so my God. <laughs> Kind of oh, weird, wow. right? But yeah, hey, how can you go wrong with the burgundy dress? Nice you little legs can. going on, the little yeah. horns happening. She's got a big old needle that kind of functions as a lasso. Definitely. Hornet right. is, I, I thought about Hollow Knight characters when I was thinking about it, but I was like, the knight's too adorable. It, it doesn't really <laughs> count. I mean, I guess Hornet's technically one of the only characters that you really get to talk to, except for Cornifer, my true husbando for life who in Hollow Knight. That's the cartographer right he's the cartographer i also thought yes. about talking about zote the mighty because i was like my husband do <laughs> so the, the wonderful zote the great <laughs> but i didn't i was like i'll restrain myself as much as i love zote i'm not sure i can make a solid case for him being on this list <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's a fun that's a fun pick too i've actually just met i mean because i'm very slow at hollow knight but i like am just the part where you're playing meeting hornet and stuff like that because oh i'm God, but, uh, <laughs> so sorry i don't it's unfortunately years. i know but it's so hard bogan <laughs> you, you both know this game's so hard uh but no i do have to agree with you with night sister uh marin she was great i also thought about putting on my list uh trilla this the oh. the inquisitor from fallen order i thought about doing that one uh about doing her as well but um, I think, oh, where was I going with this one? Oh, so to switch up the order a little bit, one of my other uh, secret crushes, Mogan, and this one, you might actually, you and I kind of share this one. Oh, boy. Is because it we from Stardew Valley? No, actually. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I say we share this one because we legitimately did choose this person as our husbando. When we played Dream oh, Daddy, it's course. Matt Sella. Very Coffee shop owning, choice. music playing, beautiful uh, man. Matt Sella from Dream Daddy. You really, it, I thought about all the characters from Dream Daddy when I was thinking about this topic. And I was like, oh man, but how can, how can you choose? There's well, so I mean, many we did. good options. I mean, <laughs> we did. We did choose, but it's also just like, oh, man, I kind of like, what if they find out that I talked oh, about shit. one of them That's on true. the show and not the other ones? They'll never date me. <laughs> yeah, Matt Sill is incredible. I think that he has a really fun character. I mean, they're all dads. Obviously, they're all dads. But I think that his story is particularly, you know, kind of like tugs at the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. He also has arguably one of the better kids like his his daughter is actually pretty cool uh carmen yeah. Sinta, is that her name i think so that sounds yeah, right i think so she she's a little bit younger than your daughter panda amanda <laughs> i remember what her name was um the, she's she's younger than your daughter amanda but she's like really spunky and smart and she's fun and it's like she's a reflection of her father yeah he is fun and spunky and smart and it's like yeah okay plus 
who doesn't want a guy that owns a coffee shop? Right. Sleepy, sleepy, sales, sleepy snails can back me up on this. Nothing is sexier than the smell of perfectly roasted coffee. And to have that coming home every day, would there be anything better? I kind of told you. I'm already so. in love, actually. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah already I, there. I got to let everybody know that is one of the highlights, been one of the highlights of our Discord lately, is that Sleepy does A plus food and coffee content onto oh, our discord you can always know that you're going to log on there go to our all the rest channel and you're going to see either a a wonderful video of him making his morning his morning cup of joe or espresso whatever whatever you're feeling like today or just some fantastic looking dishes of food my oh, god like i so i always good. see them and i'm just like oh that looks so yeah, it looks good, so, good. <laughs> so, so yes yeah, so i gotta give you props for that because man alive those those uh make me real thirsty for some coffee and real hungry all the time thank you thank you <laughs> oh man so uh, mogan what it would be an oh uh, but then sleepy so i say with it we, we chose that character together because we uh at the beginning of last year we streamed dream daddy together as part of our like uh monthly i don't know coast actually that game i don't know i don't know what that oh, is. oh really yeah, yeah so dream daddy is it's called dream daddy a dad dating sim or something like that so basically <laughs> Wait, you play what? A, yeah, yeah. It, it's, so, a, it's a dating simulator where you date where you're a dad where you as a and dad you exclusively date other single dads who That's all live the on the same point. cul-de-sac as you they and all so... live on the same street and you're just That's dating dads it's like oh finally a game made for me it was awesome it was so much fun and it was a super fun one to play on stream too because we were like doing vo they didn't have like full voice acting for the game either so we Logan and I were like doing voices for everybody it was a it was a fun time but yeah so that yeah. one we played it together through the same uh file as we were playing so that's why I mean we sh we chose Matt together because he is who attracted both of our hearts he won us over big time yeah he so. did he's, he's a he's an a plus choice for sure I gotta look so, up for the game that's hilarious <laughs> yeah you should I don't think it's like how much is it really even you like it's it's maybe like a 15 dollar game like normally yeah. And you can regularly find it on sale. Like if you were going to buy the game on Steam, it you'll always there's almost always a sale on it. On Switch, it does occasionally go on sale as well. But I think even full priced, it's only fifteen max twenty bucks. And I kind of think that that's a stretch. Nice. That's so funny. Yeah, it was what a it was bargain a very price for endless dads. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How many are there? Six, eight other dads. Six. Yeah, that sounds. I think six. Eight sounds like too many. Can't remember, but if you're what if you're looking to find your true video game crushes and husbandits, yeah, go go for Dream Daddy because you'll, you'll find it there. There might be seven. Anyways, whatever. Anyway, we'll lots count, of dads. We'll count dads later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mogan, who is another uh, one of your video game crushes? Yeah. So my my last two are are both. You know, I'm I'm actually kind of ashamed. I don't have a single husbando on my own list. I only what? have waifus. And I, like, no offense to husbandos, but they gotta step up their game. Because my waifus are, like, cream of the crop, baby. You can't beat them. So it's not my fault that waifus are not made equal to husbandos. They're made better. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my uh, second one, and it, it was kind of a race between the first two, but not really. Like, when I actually looked into my heart, I was like, never mind. I know, I know who's number one. But number two is going to be Idia Lee from Bravely Default and Bravely Second. 
So I didn't have, know this character. I don't think either of you have played the Bravely series. Snails, have you? No, I, I don't. Oh know. my god! It, which Lee? is fine. Idia Lee. So E D E A space L E E. Idia Lee. Now she's kind of one of the harder okay. ones to fit okay. onto my list because this is like a a a star, an asterisk. She will be my waifu. Assuming she's actually old enough, because I think in the first game she's not, and it's like, ooh, that's creepy. I don't really know about that. But like, she she always comes across as being very mature because Idia's personality is that she's extremely capable while also being kind of naive at times because she comes from a very privileged background. So in the first Bravely Default game, uh, Bravely Default, she has a really interesting character arc. In the second game, she's just like the boss. She's she's the pseudo-protagonist almost. You really kind of play as her the majority of the time um, when you're not being the stupid real protagonist who I don't like. Uh, but in the first game, she has this really interesting character arc where she kind of starts out as the enemy. Because it, one of the central conflicts of the first game is that there's something happening with some crystals. It's some typical JRPG bullshit. You you don't need to know. <laughs> it's something stupid. The planet's dying or whatever. It's it's all over the place. There's probably some time space junk happening. Whatever. The point is, one of the principal characters, Agnes, is being pursued by the Eternian army because I think they're from the uh, the country of Eternia, if I'm not mistaken. If I get the names wrong, sorry, I never really pay attention to that kind of stuff outside of the principal characters. But Idia actually comes from like the nobility of Eternia, and she's the daughter of the duke, so mm. she's really kind of up there in terms of her socio political status. She's also one of the commanders of their army. So she actually is part of the Eternian army. And she's been tasked with hunting down Agnes and bringing her back. So she's kind of, she kind of starts as the bad guy. And then as she gets to know the main characters and actually gets to talk to Agnes, she's like, am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> is, am I the bad guy? Are we the <laughs> I think I might be the bad guy. <laughs> She has this change of heart where she's like, oh, shit, I'm on the wrong side. I've got to switch teams here. And she does. She becomes one of your principal party members. She's incredible. She's good at everything. I love Idia. She's so wonderful. But she has this recurring theme throughout both the first and second games of some of the main characters that you fight to obtain their job class, basically, uh, Astric Holders. They are all from the Eternian army. So basically, Idia is having this conflict of, I'm kind of a traitor, and now I'm having to fight against the very people that I used to fight with, and they're kind of mad at me, and I feel kind of bad about, like, beating up on them real bad, but also, they're in the wrong, and I'm in the right. So it's just this really interesting, uh, like, seeing her character unfold, being like, well, fork. <laughs> <laughs> that going so good. It's really interesting to see her grow and kind of become less of like a naive young young woman into like, all right, I'm the boss. I'm in charge here. I'm going to have to make some decisions and this is what's going to happen. And you really see that progress into Bravely Second as well. So I think Idia has some really interesting character development. She's also one of the, I guess, softer personalities of my various waifus that I picked. Zarya is very strong, very mm -hmm. tough. Like, not emotionally soft at all. Idia is. 
Idia is actually like pretty soft. She loves her friends. She's very effusive in her emotions. Like she's always willing to express whatever emotion she's having at the time. She loves to laugh. She loves to joke around. So she's just a really fun character and she, she'll always hold a special place in my heart. She's also like just clearly better than everyone else in the Bravely series, except maybe Ring a Bell pretty awesome bravely i want to write that i'm gonna i want to look that up it sounds fun bravely Bravely default so we actually didn't talk about it because there was no moment with mogan today but bravely default 2 comes out for the switch in less than by the time this episode episode comes out it'll be 10 days it comes out on february 26th so it is not in it because it's not a continuation of that storyline, but Bravely Default 2 is about to be available for the Switch. You absolutely should play it. The Bravely series is wonderful. Oh yeah, we meant to I meant to actually mention that at the beginning of this, but since yeah, we're we're not doing a moment with Mogan, and uh, we've mentioned some characters from Stardew already. Stardew Update 1.5 for consoles is out now, everybody. The big uh, update for that game is out now. You can play it for across all systems that it's available, so uh check it out. Uh but uh, Sleepy, what's a who else is on your list? Uh, I have a. I, I can keep going. <laughs> Go for it. Let's let, let's know, get a few more in there. Yeah, I'll throw two out there right for right now. That yeah, the person I'm going to say she's kind of nuts, but you know, it's, there's nothing wrong. It's crazy, is it? Uh, I know you, uh, Senua from Hellblade, right? Oh, that was oh, very yes. fun. Yeah, that was really fun. She oh was man, co- completely was great out there. Character. But uh, it actually, I mean, the world of, uh, I, I think, schizophrenia or like what was Connie in her head uh, just really got me involved in her character so deeply mm-hmm. and how it was done. And there are actually moments where I was actually getting kind of nauseous of how the game was kind of going, her perception of how she was seeing things. And, uh, you know, because I like to play with like speakers on, but that game, it said, you know, you got to play with your uh, uh, headphones, right? And right. blew my mind of like the playing around with the left and right channels. And after I was done playing the game, I did a bunch of research on it too. Uh, and that's one of the few games I'm like, well, I'm actually looking up the game, like how it was made, and realize how much research the game developers did for yeah. that specific type of uh, um, uh, being or so, uh, that mindset. Right. And uh, it just blew my mind of how. They try to get as realistic to it as possible. And uh yeah, Senua, yeah, you know, waifu totally kind of out there. I don't know how how real that could be, right? But I mean, uh knowing that character brought me into a world of understanding that I didn't have, you know? Oh yeah, totally. Um, and then the second one I like to throw out there, and I don't know, this there's no other reason except for the outfit. Sorry, 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 <laughs> right? But as I always get the last name correct, uh, Ingr- and Takamaki, right? From Persona 5. Oh, where... yeah. oh, I don't know this character. Oh, see, up. when she's oh, Anne, great. I want, I like her as Panther, right? <laughs> Anne Taka. If you know, if you know Panther Persona 5, yeah. People know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they do. Persona 5 actually has a lot of waifu and. Oh my God, I know who would have been one of the very few husbandos okay. that would have made my list. I'm <laughs> such an idiot. I didn't include Ryuji. Ryuji from Persona 5 is number one husbando forever and always. He's the best. So the Persona series in general, not just five, but all of them, 
to the gills with waifus and husbandos. Like it's part of the gameplay. You're, yeah. you're, you're supposed to. It, it, it's what you're supposed to do. But Ahn is wonderful. And she has a really interesting personality too. So she she's a she's a good choice. I actually haven't played any of the Persona games really or seen anything of them. I genuinely think you would hate it. Oh, I'm not saying oh. I want to play them. I'm just saying I, I like I don't know anything about them. Like I, I I haven't even watched streams. I I know that like you're you each you have like different personas, duh. From the duh, like right like you're this one character and then like they become other like versions of themselves, right? Like okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's why she has Panther as like her secondary. Is yeah. how I'm understanding this. Or and then they also ego. have like this spirit thing that is basically an expression of their inner self so like they do sort of transform like almost magical girl style when they're in combat but then behind them like floating above and around them is their persona which is this kind of spiritual entity that is a reflection of their inner selves so yeah it's it's very literal like there's there's you then there's you in combat and there's you with your persona so it's it's a really (laughs) interesting concept nice nice i'm trying to think because like uh, for for the one that I kind of like was topping out my list, which is really hard to do, like to pick the the number one of who like you were to be the number one. You know, my mind immediately was to be like, well, Joel, but like from Last of Us, but also you've got some qualities you necessarily wouldn't want to. Yeah, like, like actually think about that, Jared. Would you want to date Joel? Well, I didn't say anything about it being long term. I just said like. <laughs> That's like the perfect answer. He would kill you. No offense, but he would kill you the minute you got inconvenient for him. But his fatherly qualities are so wonderful. He's not going to have a child with you. He's he's only going to (laughs) adopt. So for all of that, I was like, okay. And obviously that's kind of too like this being Last of Us being my number one game and all that stuff. I was kind of like, okay, that's a little on the head. But trying to, I was trying to find somebody of more like recent games that I had been playing. And honestly, I have to, I know, you know, the Assassin's Creed series has a lot of great characters oh, and everything like that. Cassandra. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cassandra and Cassandra, had we done this a year ago, might've probably been the person who hit this list, but I'm sorry. I got to give it to Eivor of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now. I'm playing uh, just for my playthrough. I know you can choose to be either a male or female uh, Eivor, but I'm, I'm the female Eivor and she is such a badass. Like I love her. (laughs) She is just like, she's, she's kind of Zarya esque. Like she's very uh, gruff, very like takes no bullshit and is not willing to like, she doesn't let anyone walk over. She is like, she is a powerhouse. She is dominant in like her, in her world. And she's a master fighter and just can, she has her moments where she can be soft and, and like, and, you know, uh, and friendly and sweet to the people who, who that she needs to be. But when she has to be hard and, and stiff and a stone facade to, to the rest of the world, she is that. And my God, have I enjoyed playing Valhalla just because like, honestly, she is one of the big reasons why I love it. And I also too love, like she has a very gruff voice and, and just is very like, and even too, just as far as her character model, like she's got a big scar, like on her face, she's got like the, the bite marks from like a wolf attack when she was a kid. Like, so she's kind of like a, a rougher around the edges character in general, but still like she just, how they wrote her character and how she 
interacts with the world around her in Valhalla is just so cool. And I, I just have to give it to, to Eivor, I think, for this go round because I'm waiting for Valhalla to come out on Steam. Like, I don't have a console. And so, yeah. like, I, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Oh, and nice. So I, I'm just waiting for it to come out on Steam or you will I mean, not I'm going to buy a console and I can't do that. <laughs> so I can afford <laughs> Steam. So I just got to wait. And they, uh, I think they're expecting it like, even next year. I mean, I got to wait a while for it to come out on Steam. Oh, man. It's yeah, so good, though. It's, like, you'll, you'll, you'll love it. Which, I got a slight tangent then, since, you know, finding out you're an Assassin's Creed fan. What's Which one's your favorite? You know, uh, I, 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 I'm probably saying the one that I'm playing at the moment, right? Okay. Uh, but I got to say, I love the idea of Odyssey. You know, the one with Cassandra. Like, mm-hmm. they really uh, ventured way off... Uh, script of what was what all the other kind of ones were and right. i really enjoyed that and i really enjoyed even because i played as cassandra during that and same it, even the situations that she uh that cassandra would get in was completely new to the series of uh just i mean cassandra was a badass but she kind of hooked up with people same with avor i have <laughs> I will, I will, be, I will be serious. I am like every person that I have the, that gives me the option to in, in Valhalla, I am pursuing because I'm just like, this is how <laughs> yeah. I want to play this character in like, in, you know, and be, and it's, it's great. It's like, I, I don't know. like, for some reason, like I feel, uh, I'm, I don't know, like not as selective about it. I'm just like, yes, yeah, I just I'm met right. a new per. I just <laughs> met a new person. Outside Conquering has a new definition in Assassin's Creed right now, right? <laughs> I actually just met this new uh, this new person outside of of a city, and not only was I just I, w- I was also playing. It was just like, oh hello, what's your story? I'd like to get to know you. And in my first conversation with him, it gives you the option of like a, of starting a romance. And everyone was like, yes, please, because I agree with this in real life too. So what's up? But you know. Uh, yeah, Odyssey is great, and I, I really love that the Assassin's Creed, and I just wish that you know, like they would just go full bore because they've, you know, the news came out uh, sometime within the last year that like they still give the option to play as either a male or female character, uh, because execs and Ubisoft said oh, if you make it a single uh, a woman as a central as the main character, it won't sell bullshit everybody i talked to i have i can't think i don't know anybody who's played assassin's creed odyssey who has played as alexios no, you know, right. no you one know? has done that that's not that's not even an option they actually and don't even, let you <laughs> yeah and even like in in valhalla i i chose to be female avor i had to go and like watch a youtube video uh, because I'm sorry to say, but it was a glitch where like one of the characters wasn't loading into a, a cinematic. And so I was like, I'm missing half this conversation. So I had to go to YouTube and like watch it. And the YouTuber I watched uh, was playing as male Eivor. And I was like, this is dumb. What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, that's not Eivor is so much better. Not correct. <laughs> what yeah. Do you do? So like Ubisoft, get your head out of your ass and, you know, just the next Assassin's Creed game, just make it a female main character because that is what the people want. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they had so many games where there was just, this is a different conversation, where there was just the male character. Oh, so many. All yeah, of them, except for... Going back the other way. We, okay, we, I will, we the male I will amend that. It's been the choice. Now now we're not going to have a choice. It's going to be a female protagonist. How about exactly. that? Exactly. I will make the uh, amendment to that, that Assassin's Creed Liberation, which was... Uh, was a, fe- a female assassin as the main character. Um, and a while but ago. I think that one came out on Vita only, really. 
and then it like was and then it was like ported over to PS3 later. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I still got mine. Still works. <laughs> That's where I play Assassin's Creed Liberation. Fair enough. <laughs> So uh, does anybody else have some other waifus or husbandas that they want to share with the, with the class before gotta, we move on? Gotta shout out my number one, as okay. usual. I, I've talked about her before. There's not much more to say. Rose from The Legend of Dragoon, yep. the, the Black Dragoon herself. She is mysterious. She's got super dark astral magic that you're like, oh, crap, what's going on here, Rose? She's not afraid to kill babies to save humanity. Good for her. Yeah. Is, so it, that, is, that, gonna, is that good? It is because she's saving all the other babies. You only have to kill the one baby, and then all the other babies get to okay. live. And I feel like when it comes to characters, nobody they're always like, no, we'll find another way. And Rose is like, no, <laughs> I'll kill that one kid. I'll do it. <laughs> I feel like she's willing to make the hard choices. And she also has a love of her own life. And she kept that love for over 11,000 years. She's 11,000 years okay, old. Well, that's admirable. She's fine with killing kids if it means saving all of the rest of humanity. And she has some wild, dark powers and gets a super awesome dragon. What more could you want? <laughs> Minus the dragon, this just sounds like you're describing Anakin Skywalker. I mean, because like he killed the women, the men. <laughs> And the but children the, too. No, because <laughs> she only kills one. He killed all of them. That's she, true. She That's true. One oh kid. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, he did. Okay. And I'll, and I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Like to black that out or something. Yeah. Just block yeah. That. yeah. He didn't it's do a dark that. Period. It's a dark time. Rose did. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Rose from the Legend of Dragoon will and always, always has been, always will be my number one waifu. Very nice, Sleepy. Who else do you have on your? I'll add the, the this last one. Uh, it's it's actually it's a very emotional character for me. I remember it's a kind of a not that popular of a game or known game called Forgotten Anne. Uh, uh, done in uh, yeah, I and the character in there Anne. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember uh, uh, the people that produced it made it uh, would. It's probably the closest game to you hear like Miyazaki, the guy who did like Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, same animation style, mm -hmm, same mm -hmm. kind of music style, same everything. And I remember that game. There's been few games where I got so emotional, like I'm like joking, I cried and all that stuff. Right? Uh, yeah. That was a game I really kind of cried in because there's some moments where it's like a roller coaster kind of thing, and the style of it. Uh, the 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 music of it and i really enjoyed that and i and that one game the the main protagonist the character that you're uh playing as uh and um yeah i did you know that i definitely and the art style the music and i like there's a slight connection to studio chibli and all that stuff you know and, yeah you're right uh, the animation um, style is very similar yeah, to, to studio ghibli yeah and uh that that particular game i remember just uh um, I think that was, I mean, I, there are other games like, uh, you know, fear, scared, all that stuff, but that's probably one of the, and those, and that's recent while well, in the past, like three, four, I don't remember when it came out, right. Or whatever, but, uh, one of the first games I remember just seriously crying at, uh, Aww. to certain points in the game where I'm just like, what? <laughs> I don't want to say any spoilers, but I just remember going, huh? That was me at the end of the first Life is, Life is Strange, so I, I feel you. 
Yeah, but I that's probably my last one I'll add in there. Just Anne and Forgotten Anne uh, was probably a one one of the the most emotional character I probably can add to the list. Awesome. I'll check that game out. It looks really interesting. Like I'm looking at some of the stills from it, and it looks fascinating. I, yeah, I've honestly you... never heard of it until now, but now I'm very interested. And and now you got that PC, so you can play those Steam games. You know, exactly. I sure can. Although it is available for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, and Android of all things. Oh, all right. Fascinating. <laughs> More power to you. Forgot. Yeah. Now. Good job. <laughs> Well, this has been uh, this has been super fun. Like, I feel like we brought up some super great characters and everything, and it's always fun. I like these topics like this that allow for a lot of alliteration and like tangents and stuff like this. You know, like oh, you talked about this character, this one, this one, this this one. That's always super fun to like kind of go down those rabbit holes, and you know, and now we've all learned about some games that we didn't know about, so that's great too. Like Forgotten and Bravely Default, all these different things. So it's you know, it's all good stuff. But uh, you know, before we kind of close and bring everything to a wrap. Uh, so sleepy, where can everybody find you? And like, uh, you know, you, I know you're on Twitch and all that stuff. So like what, you know, kind of what, what do you do over on, on the old Twitch? Oh, yeah, uh, I, uh, play games, you know, I also, uh, I try to cook on stream as well. Oh, nice. I do a lot of art on stream. I've caught uh, the art streams. They're incredible. Just so wonderful. Uh, yeah, I just have fun. Uh, I guess. Uh, with a variety streamer uh, i would be considered a variety streamer and so yeah i play games uh cook and do drawings on there uh and if anybody wants to you know check it out uh sleepy snails on twitch you know Absolutely. very cool check it out i can i can highly recommend very entertaining wonderful streamer and with the, some of the cutest little emotes who doesn't I know, look at all these snails that, that you got on the, yeah they're the best Oh, that's that's awesome. Well, yeah, so go check out Sleepy Snails, everybody. Hang out with him in his stream. Catch catch some of his art, cooking, and video game playing uh, because we have it's, it's been super fun having you on here, getting to talk about this. I mean, we do have to give you a shout-out, too. And that Again, I'm a terrible host. I apologize. I didn't say it at the beginning, but you gave us the idea for doing this topic. For, so yeah, like, we, Oh, my God. This was Sleepy Snails' topic idea. I'm, so. I'm sorry. I didn't say that right off the gate. But, uh, but yeah, so it was been super fun getting to you know have you on and just get to know you a little better. Like, I know we've all talked in the Discord and everything like that, but, you know, a good old face-to-face over-the-internet conversation is a great way to get to know people. And so it's been super fun getting to chat with you and hang out and talk about some of our favorite video game crushes. So thank you very much, Sleepy, for being on. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, but like usual, though, we would love to hear what some of your favorite video game crushes are as well. Who are those characters that just really get your heart a fluttering? Well, let us know by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, uh, following us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, joining our Discord server where you can talk about it with us there. You can also, you know, comment below on the YouTube video if you're watching there or wherever you are watching, listening to the podcast. We would just really love to hear from you and talk video games with you all. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Adios. And our special guest, Sleepy Snails. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Sleepy, for being on. And uh, we really enjoyed it. And we will see you all next week for another great... Oh, actually, wait. Next week is... No, it's not the end of the month yet. I thought it was the end of the month, so it was going to be our stream night. But it's not. We got another episode in the uh, coming at you next week. So we will see you then. See you later, everybody. Mm-hmm.